every time you take a baby step outside your comfort zone, you're growing and you're strengthening your willpower, which therefore means you're strengthening your confidence and your sense of purpose and your sense of self-esteem. Welcome back to the Advice My Friends Ignored podcast. I'm your host, Audrey Brothers, and I'm here to share with you all the health and wellness advice to help you evolve in this journey of life that you won't want to ignore. So let's dive right in. Today, we're going to continue on in our chakra series. If you haven't listened to the first episode in this chakra series, I recommend going back and listening to that. In that episode, I talk about the root and sacral chakras, which are our first and second chakras. Today, we're going to dive into talking about the solar plexus chakra, which is our third chakra, and it is our personal powerhouse. Just as a refresher, our chakras are energy centers that run from the base of our spine all the way up to just above the crown of our head. We have about 114 chakras in our body, but we have seven main ones that run the length of our spine. Each of our chakras governs a different area of our life, but they all play a role in our mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. So today we're going to talk about our third chakra, the solar plexus chakra. Its Sanskrit name is Manipura, and its physical location in the body is just above the navel, and it's in the abdomen region. The solar plexus element is fire, and its associated color is yellow. The energy of this chakra is masculine, so again, that means that it's sending energy out into the world rather than really taking it in. And this chakra governs the body parts, including our stomach, our digestive tract, our abdomen, our spleen, liver, and pancreas. And on top of the physical parts of the body that the solar plexus governs, it also governs some psychological functions. The solar plexus, like I said, is our personal powerhouse. This is the chakra that helps get shit done. It governs your personal identity, your ego, your power, your confidence, your self-esteem, your willpower, your passion, your purpose, your vitality, your authenticity, and it really just governs your entire personal identity. The root chakra, the sacral chakra, and the solar plexus chakra all are connected to this physical material world. These are the lower three chakras that are more connected to this physical world, whereas the heart is the bridge to higher, you know, realms, and then the throat, third eye, and the crown chakra are more spiritual chakras. So the root, sacral, and solar plexus are more physical chakras in connection to this earthly world and to this earthly experience, and then the heart bridges these earthly chakras to the more spiritual ones. So with that being said, a lot of times, because we are humans and we're having this human earthly experience on this planet, we have a lot of imbalances in the lower three chakras. And from my experience with talking with people and working with clients and even just in my own life, I think most people struggle with the solar plexus chakra. And this is because when we're having this like earthly experience and we're going through our day-to-day and we're showing up for our relationships, showing up for our job and taking care of our body or whatever, the energy starts at the root and then it works its way up. What we want to happen is we want the energy to start at the root, you know, to come up and flow through all of the chakras. And it wants to go up into the sacral, 
into the solar plexus, into the heart, into the throat, into the third eye. And we want it to just kind of rest between our third eye and our crown chakras because that is where we're really connected to the spiritual realm, but also, you know, still grounded in this world, but it connects us with our intuition and, you know, higher consciousness. But most of the time, the energy does never really fully reach that point. And if it does, it doesn't stay there. Usually what I find happens is that the energy makes its way up to the solar plexus and then it gets stuck there because the solar plexus is all about self-esteem, self-worth, ambition, power, purpose, and vitality, and it also governs control. So I mentioned in the last episode in this chakra series that the root chakra in relation to change is resistant to change. It wants to stay where it's comfortable because the root chakra governs our fight or flight and it governs our feelings of safety, security, grounding, and strength and um, stability. So a lot of times when we have an imbalance in the root chakra, it's resistant to change because it wants to keep us safe and comfortable. Whereas the sacral chakra has an addiction to change. If there's an imbalance in this chakra, we might be addicted to variety. We might be addicted to constantly jumping from job to job, relationship to relationship, home to home, or whatever it is, because we're constantly seeking happiness externally and we're constantly just looking for fulfillment externally rather than internally. So we become addicted to change and variety. But the solar plexus is a little bit different. The solar plexus doesn't want to resist or become addicted to change. It wants to control it. So when there's an imbalance in the solar plexus chakra, we can try to manipulate the world around us. We have an experience and we start to micromanage it or we try to control it or we try to change it to make us feel better. And this doesn't serve us, obviously. <laughs> it keeps the energy stuck there rather than from flowing freely up into the heart and into the throat, into the third eye and so on and so forth. But what happens is the energy flows up into the solar plexus and it's moving its way up and then it gets stuck there because we have experiences that unfold around us and because of our ego and our feelings of self-worth and our self-esteem or just our overall personal identity, we have problems with those external experiences that are unfolding in front of us. And so we try to control them. We try to manipulate them. We try to manipulate other people. We try to get other people and other situations to change. We try to control change. We try to control the environment and the people around us to be better so that we feel better. We try to make the external world match whatever's going on inside to make us feel better. And so it leads to just this controlling personality because instead of just going with the flow of life, we're trying to manipulate it. We're trying to control it. We're trying to change it. So the root chakra has a resistance to change. The sacral chakra has an addiction to change. And the solar plexus chakra wants to control change. And none of these things serve us. We want to be doing the exact opposite. We want to embrace change. We want to release our attachment to variety. And we want to not try to control change to make us feel better on the inside. And we just need to learn to embrace it exactly how it is. But that typically doesn't happen because the energy will get stuck here because our heart chakra is closed. And just for some more background information, the heart chakra and the solar plexus are chakra pairs. Each chakra has a pair. I'll, I'll go into this later in the series. Series. The root chakra is paired with the crown, the sacral is paired with the throat, and the heart is paired with the solar plexus. 
The third eye doesn't have a pair because it's the chakra that integrates all the information and the energy from the other chakras and helps us just, you know, integrate it and perceive life with all that information. So when our heart chakra isn't open and it's blocked because of whatever's going on in our lower chakras, the energy just gets stuck at the solar plexus or even in the sacral or the root. So it's not allowing us to have that open heart, to be accepting, to be loving, and to be, you know, willing to just embrace life exactly as it is and to be grateful for life exactly as it is. Instead, because the energy gets stuck at the solar plexus, we resist it. We get angered by it. We try to control it. We have a victim mentality. We get really frustrated by it or we get like anxiety over it or we simply just have a low self-esteem because of the way that life is unfolding rather than if the energy were able to flow up into the heart, we'd have a much different perspective. We'd have an open heart to be like, okay, life is unfolding this way. That's cool. That's okay. I'm just going to accept it and be grateful for what's happening in front of me because it took 13.8 billion years for this moment to unfold in front of me. So, I'm just going to roll with it. But that typically doesn't happen because our ego gets in the way because of whatever we're storing on the inside. Because again, the solar plexus governs our ego, which means that the ego is going to interfere with our perception and it's going to try to control things around us to match whatever's going on inside to make us feel better. So with that being said, from my experience, especially like my own personal experiences, the solar plexus is one that definitely experiences a lot of blockages because one, it governs our feelings of self-worth and self-esteem. Two, it governs our sense of purpose and our sense of direction in life. Three, it governs just our overall personal identity and our sense of authenticity. And four, it governs our sense of willpower. And all four of those things, I think we all struggle with. I have talked to so many people who have struggled with what their purpose is in life. I have had so many people reach out to me saying they struggle with consistency because they feel like they lack willpower. And I think it goes without saying that so many people struggle with feelings of self-worth and just their overall self-esteem because I know I personally have. And I know if I have, then someone else and out of, out of these like 8 billion people struggles with self-esteem too. So I just feel like the solar plexus is one that gets blocked quite frequently because it governs these really important things that impact how we show up for our external world. Because if we aren't feeling, you know, confident, if we're not feeling like we're worthy, if we're not having a strong sense of self-esteem, if we're not having, you know, passion or purpose or that sense of vitality within us, then of course we're going to struggle in life. Of course, we're not going to feel worthy about trying. We're going to feel a lack of energy towards going towards our goals because we're going to be like, what's the point, right? So with that being said, again, the solar plexus really is one that is quite frequently imbalanced, but don't worry, you can fix it. <laughs> but before we dive into the healing methods for this chakra, I'm going to discuss some of the signs of imbalance. And there's two ways that the energy flow can be impacted in this chakra, as in any chakra. The energy can be overactive or underactive. If the energy of a chakra is overactive, that means that there is too much energy flow within this center. And if it's 
underactive, it means there's not enough energy flowing in this chakra and the energy is depleted. So if the solar plexus is overactive, you might be power hungry. You might have a really strong ego that's always presenting itself. You might be extremely and overly confident. You might be stubborn, overly critical, aggressive, arrogant, or you might struggle with perfectionism. And in addition to all of that, you might be extremely controlling. You might feel like you have a more manipulative, controlling personality where you're trying to control the environments and the people around you because of your ego. <laughs> Whereas if the solar plexus is underactive and doesn't have enough energy, your experience might be the exact opposite. You might be not power hungry at all. You might instead lack the willpower to go after your goals and dreams. You might have a really low sense of self-esteem and lack a sense of direction or purpose in life. You might feel like you foster a victim mentality, whether you are aware of it or not, and you might feel like life is happening to you not for you. You might have difficulty feeling confident and you might be afraid to just show your most authentic self to the world because you're afraid of being judged. Whereas, you know, an overactive chakra, you are overly confident and you're just always showing your most you know, powerful self. An underactive solar plexus chakra is the exact opposite because you are afraid of showing your true self because you feel unworthy. You feel, you know, a low sense of self-worth and low self-esteem. And in addition to those emotional and mental signs of imbalance in the solar plexus chakra, there are physical signs as well. The number one sign if you have a solar plexus imbalance of any kind is digestive issues because the solar plexus governs your stomach and abdomen and the digestive tract. So if you have a disruption in the energy flow here, you're going to experience digestive issues. And this can show up in the form of constipation, eating disorders, nausea, diabetes, and it also can show up as hypoglycemia, restlessness, fatigue, or pancreas issues as well. And in addition to that, with any chakra imbalance, there's going to be a potential for anxiety and depression, especially in the lower three chakras, because again, these are the ones that are most closely connected to this physical material world. And when we're so rooted in this physical world that we forget that we're spiritual beings here having a spiritual experience, we can get really caught up in this physical experience to the point where we're so worried about the future, which is anxiety, or we are dwelling on our past, which is depression. So keep that in mind as well. And I also want to point out that imbalances in the chakras are perfectly normal. They are perfectly normal. There are going to be days where you feel in flow. There are going to be days where you feel grounded, you feel joyful, you feel confident, you feel loving, you feel honest and authentic, you feel intuitive, and you just feel at peace. Then there's going to be other days where you might just feel like garbage. You might feel anxious, you might feel, you know, depressed, you might feel like you have no self-worth, and so on and so forth. But it doesn't mean that like all of your chakras are imbalanced because imbalances in the chakra typically stem from trauma in our past. So for example, in the solar plexus chakra specifically, a lot of imbalances in this chakra stem from our childhood. However, that does not mean 
that there can't be experiences that are unfolding in front of you that are causing an imbalance. And with that being said, I also want to mention that it's not the external world that's really causing the imbalance, it's triggering the imbalance. But the imbalance is you, right? It's your energy flow. It's how you are moving through this triggering situation. So yes, there's going to be experiences that unfold in front of you all the time that might disrupt your energy flow, but it's still up to you and your internal world to maneuver through that imbalance in healthy ways and to let it go and let it flow. But back to trauma in the solar plexus and what that might look like. A lot of people associate trauma as this really horrifying experience, whether it's like abuse, a car accident, death, you know, something that's just a lot to process. And that is trauma. But trauma can also be in the form of a belief system. So for example, trauma during your childhood that could impact the solar plexus might look like this. If you were raised in a strict or controlling household where you didn't really have a sense of identity or independent thinking or any sense of autonomy because you were always being told what to do and you were always being micromanaged, that's going to disrupt the energy of your solar plexus because the solar plexus governs your sense of personal identity. It governs your self-esteem and it governs your sense of purpose and confidence and power. But if you grow up in a household that is so strict and controlling, to the point where you don't feel like you have a voice, where you don't feel like you have any autonomy, where you don't feel like you have any independent thinking, of course, it is going to disrupt your personal identity. And that's going to impact how you show up for yourself and others later on in life because you will have a warped sense of personal identity. But on the other side of the same coin, an imbalance in the solar plexus chakra could also look like you engaging in those same behaviors as your caregivers did. You could grow up and be the one that's controlling or micromanaging or engaging in those manipulative controlling behaviors to other people and other environments because you are mimicking the behaviors that you witnessed and learned as a child. So again, <laughs> Depending on the experiences you have, the energy flow can be disrupted and be overactive to the point where you are controlling and you have a, you know, really strong ego and you're trying to micromanage the world around you or it could impact you to the point where you lose your sense of self-identity and you don't have any independent thinking and you feel a low sense of self-worth and self-esteem. And of course, there's always the possibility that you are a combination of both and you just have a general imbalance. There is no right or wrong. It's simply about, you know, how you feel on the inside and if you resonate with both, you resonate with both but typically you will lean one way more than the other. And just a quick recap on the solar plexus chakra before we dive into the best healing methods for this chakra, the solar plexus governs your sense of willpower. It governs your ability to go after your goals and dreams with a healthy sense of ambition and confidence. It governs your feelings of worthiness. It governs your feelings of authenticity and the ability to show up authentically as your true self and express your personal identity. It governs your ego and having a healthy ego with a healthy self-esteem and a sense of power. And it governs your feelings of passion and purpose, allowing you to feel like you have a sense of direction in this physical material world. And so when it comes to imbalances in this chakra, you want to look for feelings of being overly confident, 
to the point where you're arrogant, controlling, or manipulative. You want to look out for anger or temper issues. You want to look for perfectionism. Or on the other side of the same coin, you might want to look for a victim mentality. Low self-worth, low self-esteem, feeling powerless, feeling like you lack purpose, or like you have difficulty making decisions in life because, again, you lack that confidence and you lack that, you know, strong, confident personal identity where you're confident in yourself and your decision-making skills. So now that we have a better understanding of the solar plexus and signs of imbalance, let's dive into the best healing methods for this chakra. Without a doubt, the first healing method I recommend is meditation. I said this in the last episode of the chakra series, meditation is the ultimate healer. <laughs> Because meditation is how we contact the chakras. It is how we make connection with the chakras. Because when we make that conscious effort to slow down and turn inward, to connect with our inner self and our true self and our consciousness and our energy flow, we are restoring balance to our energy centers. Because we are sending fresh breath into these energy centers and exhaling old stagnant energy that might need to be released. And so adding on to meditation, you can add mantras to the meditation. I mentioned in the last episode, every chakra has a mantra. The seed mantra for the solar plexus chakra is Ram, R-A-M. And you can just repeat this mantra over and over again as you keep your attention on your navel and abdomen region where the solar plexus resides. The other best healing method for this chakra is taking more risks. No matter how big or small, I cannot emphasize this enough because the solar plexus is, again, the chakra that gets shit done. But if you feel like you lack willpower or lack power in general, then you need to work on strengthening your willpower. And when you strengthen your willpower, you automatically, simultaneously strengthen your confidence and your sense of self-worth. Because when you are actively taking strides towards taking these baby steps outside your comfort zone, then you are transcending any parts of your past that made you feel like you're not able to do so. You are transcending that old version of you because you are creating a new self. And when you're creating that new self, you become more and more confident. It just goes hand in hand. So what I recommend is taking a daily risk that are new and outside your comfort zone because that's where the growth happens, right? It happens outside your comfort zone. And when I talk about strengthening your willpower through taking risks, it doesn't have to be some grand gesture like quitting your job or moving across the country. Of course, you can do that if you feel called to do so. But what I'm talking about is engaging in smaller ways to enhance your feelings of personal power. So some healthy risk-taking ideas I recommend are maybe taking a new route to work, take yourself out on a date, rearrange your furniture, cook a recipe you've never tried before, wake up five, ten minutes earlier, join a club, try a new activity or hobby, say yes to everything for one day, talk to a stranger, dance in public, ask your crush out on a date, cut out alcohol or junk food for a week, tell someone how you actually feel instead of saying, I'm fine. <laughs> Literally just take the smallest fucking steps towards branching outside your comfort zone because every time you take a baby step outside your comfort zone, you're growing. 
and you're strengthening your willpower, which therefore means you're strengthening your confidence and your sense of purpose and your sense of self-esteem. So take one small risk every single day and with each risk you take, no matter what the outcome is, witness your feelings of self-doubt and fear of failure fade and your feelings of confidence and courage and self-esteem strengthen because you took that step. So take one small risk every single day and watch your feelings of self-doubt and fear fade into the background because with every risk you take, you are just strengthening your confidence and courage and strengthening your solar plexus chakra. And in addition to taking risks, another thing I recommend to do for the solar plexus chakra that is extremely powerful in helping boost confidence and self-esteem and just feelings of overall willpower is cultivating new habits. And I don't mean major habits, I mean just simple, small, baby, mini habits. So for example, some mini habit ideas are drinking a glass of lemon water in the morning. Instead of reaching for your phone, reach for a glass of water. Meditate daily, whether it's for one minute, two minutes, or ten minutes. Just meditate daily. Compliment a person once a day. Make that a habit to compliment someone. Practice reciting affirmations every morning. Take a cold shower. Start a gratitude list. Post on social media once a day. Go for a 10-minute walk every single day. Offer yourself three loving phrases per day. These are all just mini habits that you could start incorporating into your routine to one, boost your confidence and your sense of personal identity and also help you step outside your comfort zone through small baby steps. Because true change and growth happens through incremental steps. It happens incrementally. True change does not happen overnight. It happens through incremental steps. And so developing one or two small habits to work into your routine each day will really help you start to develop more confidence in your ability to start and finish bigger tasks. Because again, when we have an imbalance in the solar plexus chakra, we lack willpower and we feel like we don't have the capacity to start or finish our goals. But if you start to develop one or two small habits to work work into your routine each day and remain consistent for at least 21 days, you're going to develop more confidence in your ability to start and finish small tasks and bigger tasks in the future because you'll be strengthening your willpower and vitality. So taking risks and adding mini baby step habits into your routine are two amazing ways to strengthen your willpower, confidence, and self-esteem. The other healing method that I really recommend is yoga mentioned this before, yoga and meditation are just really the ultimate healers. There are so many different yoga asanas to try, um, but some that I personally recommend to help balance your manipurata chakra is cobra pose, plank pose, boat pose, crescent pose, bow pose, and warrior pose. These are all really focused on strengthening the core, which is where the solar plexus resides. So, Focusing on yoga that really activates that core and that center of our being is really going to help strengthen the energy flow in that center or release any energy that needs to be released. Other ways to heal this chakra is to spend time in sunshine. The element of this chakra is fire, so literally spend time under the sun because the sun is a giant ball of fucking fire. So just spend time embracing the sunshine and really allowing the sun to melt onto your skin and feel that warmth on your skin. Even in the dead of winter, go outside, get some fresh air and some sunshine. It will do you wonders. 
other things to do are to practice more self-love because again the solar plexus governs our sense of personal identity and if we have a warped sense of self and we lack a strong self-esteem we need to work on creating a healthier self-esteem and that is done through self-love so practice affirmations loving affirmations every single day write yourself love letters if you need to write other people love letters because that's going to open up your heart and make you feel better so practice self-love in any way that feels right to you to help boost your sense of self-esteem and your feelings of confidence and in addition to that work on letting go of any limiting beliefs. And this is going to look differently for everyone because everyone has different limiting beliefs. But if you feel like you're unworthy, reflect on why and then let go of that belief. Rewrite it to actually serve you. I think so many of us have felt unworthy in our lives, whether it's unworthy of a job, unworthy of love, unworthy of friendship, unworthy of money, unworthy of security, stability, or joy. We all feel unworthy in some form or another. But those are limiting beliefs. We are all extensions of source, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it which means that we're all worthy. We are all limitless beings capable of achieving anything that we want <laughs> because the simple fact that we are here on this planet, which is a floating fucking rock in the middle of nowhere in a universe that is so vastly large that it is honestly beyond comprehension. I, I honestly can't even comprehend how large this universe is, but we are on this planet out of all the planets and all the universes, we're in this one. We're on this planet. If you can understand that and grasp that concept and, and view the bigger picture that we're spiritual beings here on this earth at this point in time to have a spiritual experience, can you not believe that you're worthy? Can you not believe that you're powerful? Can you not believe that you are perfect? Can you not believe that you are capable of anything you set your mind to? because you can. You can do it. You have the willpower. You have the strength. You have the power. You have the confidence. You have the purpose. Your purpose is just to help raise consciousness in the way that feels good to you. So if you ever feel unworthy or directionless or, you know, feel like you lack worth, I'm telling you right now, you're so worthy. I'm telling you right now, you are perfect, you are worthy, you are capable, and you are so powerful beyond belief. So if you want to heal your solar plexus chakra, work on letting go of any limiting beliefs that are telling you otherwise. Let go of any belief that doesn't make you feel good. If a thought doesn't make you feel good, search for a better feeling thought. Write down every single thing you believe about yourself, and anything that you write down that isn't empowering, rewrite it and create an affirmation from it and repeat it every moment of the day if you need to until you train your subconscious mind to believe it. And so branching off that, another very powerful way for healing the solar plexus chakra is through journaling. Reflect on anything in relation to the psychological and mental and emotional functions of the solar plexus chakra through journaling. Because when you do solar plexus focused journal prompts and really just target the thought processes and the energy of that chakra, you're going to strengthen it or you're going to release any emotional stagnant energy that needs to be released. I made a whole chakra healing journal that I sell on Amazon. I'll have it linked in the show notes, but it dives into each of the chakras, healing methods for each of the chakras, as well as journal prompts for like 17 weeks for each of the chakras. So I really encourage you to try it out if you just want somewhere to 
start as a beginner because it's a perfect journal for chakra healing. Other things you can do to heal this chakra are Reiki and energy healing, crystal healing, breath work. Breath work is also a huge one as well. There's so many different types of breath work that can really help target the energy of the solar plexus. Specifically, I recommend the breath of fire, which is belly breathing. So I would, you can honestly just find that on YouTube and it's super powerful to help get the energy of that solar plexus flowing. And lastly, and this is probably the most important one, I should have started with it, but one of the best ways to bring more balance to the solar plexus chakra is to work at the root. Work at the root because you need to have a strong, sturdy foundation in order to expand upon. Again, you can work on your solar plexus or your heart or your throat all you want, but if your root chakra and your foundation is not stable and secure, then it's not going to be sustainable. So work on your root chakra and work your way up. If you feel like you have a stable sense of self and you feel grounded and secure and you are just grounded in this physical material world, then awesome. Work your way up to the sacral chakra. Work on that chakra and then so on and so forth. But my recommendation is to always start with the root chakra because that's what's going to bring the most change into your life. Because until you can feel grounded and secure and not afraid of this physical world and the future, you're not going to be able to move forward and expand upon that and expand in the higher chakras because you need to have that balance first. So those are the best healing methods for the solar plexus chakra. Again, this is a chakra that is very commonly imbalanced, but it's nothing to fear. It's nothing to be ashamed about. It's nothing to, you know, worry about. Just work on strengthening your sense of confidence in any way that feels good to you. Work on your root chakra, work on your sacral chakra, and then work on your solar plexus chakra. Because when you can bring more balance to your three lower earthly, more physical chakras, it's going to do wonders for your heart chakra and the more spiritual ones. So just really be gentle with yourself, be patient, be compassionate, and let go of any need to control things. Let go of any need to control yourself, other people, or the environment around you. Let go of any need you have to control your external world, the environments around you, or the people around you. Work on yourself. Turn inwards always and work on healing yourself. Because when you work on healing yourself, you're not going to have any need to try to control or manipulate other people. Nor are you going to have a low sense of self-worth or self-esteem. You're going to feel confident. You're going to feel secure. You're going to feel powerful. And you're going to feel full of vitality and ready to take on risks and challenges and just take that next step towards your vision of the future. So that will wrap up the episode on the solar plexus chakra. I hope you enjoyed this one. I love talking about the chakras. It's such a passion project to me. I've made a chakra healing course on the chakras. I made a chakra healing journal. And I also have and I also have so many videos that go into the chakras on my TikTok page. So be sure to check those out if you haven't already. I will have my TikTok linked in the show notes as well as my chakra healing journal. And I'll also link my course as well. So that will wrap up today's episode. Be sure to tune in next week as I drop a new episode every Thursday. Thank you so much for being here today. I appreciate every single one of you and I'll talk to you guys soon.